Welcome to this episode of Mental Health and Anime hosted by Anime for Humanity. My name is Heather. And my name is June. And this is a podcast where we explore different topics related to mental health and tie those themes into the anime that we watch. This week, we'll be diving into the topic of cosplay and how that plays a role in mental health. And we have a special guest with us today, Courtney. Do you mind introducing yourself? Yeah. Hi, guys. My name is Courtney. I am a content creator and cosplayer and streamer. You can find me at Swoosh on all platforms. I do a lot of cool stuff. So normally, we do a mental health check to see how everyone's doing today. So... How's everyone's day going? It's good. Happy Friday. This is, record- this yeah, is being recorded Friday. on a Friday. <laughs> that is that my that is how I feel today. Is that it is just it's just Friday. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I've I've had a long week, so today is like the end of it. So I'm feeling very relieved at this point. So. Yeah, Very I think that's how I would put it. Like, ready for mm-hmm. the weekend is how I feel. Yes, for sure. I feel that. I feel that. And this is kind of like my last thing, so this feels like a great way to just like, if I, if I was gonna do anything for the last thing of this week, then it would be just having a cool conversation about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel that. All right. Do you wanna? talk about some cosplay uh june yeah so um today's episode is, a, is about cosplay and so we wanted to give every one of our listeners um a brief kind of history of cosplay granted i am not a cosplay historian and so this information is just based off some cursory research so feel free to send in any corrections but from what I've learned the term itself was coined by Nobuyuki Takahashi of a manga studio Hard after he attended the 1984 World Science Fiction Convention, Worldcon in Los Angeles. And so it's a relatively recent term, or at least the, the, the term was coined relatively recently. Um, he was apparently impressed with the masquerade and reported it um, in a periodical at the time, coining the term kasopure in the process, and subsequently used the word in some Japanese magazines in 1983 and 1984. It was a portmanteau of the words um, costume and play, and it was originally um, meant to take place of the, mer- the, the word masquerade. Um, and so, and I guess at the time, uh, soon became a massive hit with Japanese youth of the mid-1980s around you know the time when manga and anime was really um, developing as uh, an art form, as a culture. And so, um, yeah, it, it, Japanese youth kind of high, like elevated the art and uh, really started to, um, uh, I guess, boost its uh, creative uh, use through conventions and um, like within the culture and stuff. And so that's kind of a history of cosplay. But um, I was wondering, <laughs> Courtney, um, as as a, a cosplayer today, um, how you might describe what cosplay is? Well, I definitely think that it still stays true to its like original definition, like costume play. Um, I think that I mean, I wasn't alive in the 80s when the term was made, but um, in my experience with like going to conventions and stuff like that, like way when I was younger going to conventions, like um, a lot of like cosplays were like 
very intricate, very like canon to the character. And like, that's amazing. And I think that now cosplay can be really anything. I think that cosplay can just be like anything related to the character. I mean, a lot of people are even making like, you know, they're kind of like fan inversions of like characters and cosplaying that. So I think that it's like much broader than it was back then. I like the entrance of like the term like cause bounding. And I like the idea of like that being a casual thing. Like I've I've worn my um from Demon Slayer, Obanai Guru, like the howdy, to work casually. And I'm like, I'm cause bounding at work and no one knows. It's so like, casual. I just got um something similar. I got if you guys seen Tokyo Revengers. Yes, we have. So I just got um, you know, the thing that Draken wears. Oh, like the like the not a cardigan, but like yeah, a giant, it's like, like I wouldn't even know what like the texture of it is um, as it looks in the anime, but I just like got it and oh my gosh, I love it so much. That's, oh my gosh. I was thinking about that the entire time. Like his outfit, fantastic. Yeah, it's like the perfect casual, like summertime, like wear it over a swimsuit. Like, I don't know. Okay, now I need to get one. Have to drop um, it later. <laughs> Can you explain real quick, actually, though, too, um, cost bounding? What what is cost bounding? As uh, I guess something that's like related to cosplay. I guess uh, how would I describe it? Just like um, I I I'm not sure if cost bounding came first, but I kind of took the term from Disney bounding, and Disney bounding is when people make casual outfits out of. Uh, Disney characters. So like people would wear a red shirt and yellow bottoms and that's Winnie the Pooh. So it's just like a casual way to go about cosplaying where you're not out and about in what people would assume is a costume, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I don't know if that was a good description, but it felt right. (laughs) I feel like today a lot of people use the term like, well, like casual cosplay or like that could also, um, I think, be related to, like, closet cosplaying. Just, mm-hmm. like, pulling stuff that you already have out of your closet um, to, like, be a character. Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, though, too, as far as, like, um, just relating it to what you were saying, Courtney, about how cosplay today has, like, taken on, like, a new kind of... Um, creative edge as far as like going beyond the bounds of maybe what like rigid cosplay was um when it was first coined like true to the character true to canon but now it's like there's so many ways to cosplay now like with uh anything yeah nice yeah so on the topic of cosplay though uh what does your cosplay journey look like when did you start cosplaying well true truly i've been cosplaying since like I was a kid like I've always loved dressing up as like my favorite like anime characters or just like cartoon characters or just like any characters in general like I was a huge like tv kid huge movie kid huge anime kid like that was like my escape um like I was always watching tv and I loved like relating to characters and dressing up since I was like four or five years old um but I took cosplaying like more seriously Um, when I was around like a teenager and that's when like my dad started taking me to conventions like San Diego Comic-Con is like an every year like family family (laughs) like trip you know Um, and that's when I was first exposed to like cosplay and I was like this is it like I 
need, I need to do this. And, um, actually my first cosplays I ever did were like superhero cosplays. So like I did like Deadpool, Supergirl. Um, and it was so fun. It was so fun. Like little kids asked to take pictures with me at conventions. Like I was a Disney princess, like it was so cool. And then, um, it wasn't until I started like creating content really like on social media that I started getting more creative and more like adventurous um, as far as like cosplaying with anime characters because that's a little bit harder, a little more expensive, requires a little more creativity because like it's a lot more accessible to buy like superhero costumes, you know? So um, yeah, and I never, I never turned back. And now like in the back of my mind, I'm like always thinking about cosplay, always thinking about like how I can get creative or like um, when like a new anime comes out and I'm like super into a character, I'm like, oh my gosh, how can I make this a cosplay? Like, it would be so cool if I did a cosplay. Like, I just started watching One Piece and like every obscure, like random side character, random like villain, I'm like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to do a cosplay. Like, I'm just like always thinking about it. <laughs> Is there like a process you go through when deciding one? Like once you decide it, you're like, okay, gotta start looking at these like pieces or? Um, like the cosplay, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the process of like putting together a cosplay. Yeah. 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 So first I decide like, you know, do I want this to be like a Canon cosplay or do I want to like have fun with it? So like, for example, um, one of my favorites is my Rock Lee cosplay. And a lot of people have like put together their own. Like I looked at like you know, the green jumpsuits, the leg warmers, the whatever, but I was like, mm, probably easier to just buy this one and like get a wig. And I was happy with it. Um, but I have this other cosplay. Um, I did Hisoka like a couple years ago. And that was like completely just like every piece I picked like by itself. Um, Cause I wanted it to be kind of like a streetwear Hisoka version. So like I picked every piece like individually um, I was like, okay, how can I do his top? How can I do like the pants? Like I have like the zip up, like one piece that I like glued, um, like card sweet patches onto. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm really bad at putting on wigs. So like, let's get a wig and then like a matching beanie and put it over there. I don't have to worry about my roots. Like, you know, mm -hmm. so I really just decide like, do I want it to be Canon or do I want it to be like more creative? Um, and I just sit there online on my computer, on Amazon, on forever21.com, on like different, um, like retailers. And I'm like, what can I find that like looks similar to what the character wears? Like how close can I get, you know, to where people still know what the character is. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask if you have like a go-to place you look for like pieces, or if you just kind of like, it's in the back of your mind all the time, like, oh, wait, that well, could be so yeah, so like Amazon is usually my go-to because I'm really impatient. So like when I get an idea, I like hyper fixate on it. I need the two-day shipping. Like I need it to, to come to me so I could dress up already. Um, but if I have a little bit of patience, like I'll shop on just like regular, like just like regular websites that like um, a lot of women shop on like Forever 21 or like Pretty Little Thing, like uh, really just like, your average like normal like online retailer like I just google it like um uh I think uh I did a bunny girl version of my rock lee 
back when the bunny girl like thing was all like the craze on TikTok. And so I literally just Googled like green one piece outfits or whatever. And then just saw what popped up. Like, mm-hmm. and you'd be surprised like how much is like out there. Like literally just like Google it and it's like probably there. So that's really, it's it's crazy how like accessible just like fashion and clothes are mm-hmm. in general now. How long would you say like this process takes from like idea conception until like actual like posting the social media? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so long. <laughs> um usually the idea for content comes first for me before I can decide like like I'll hear maybe I'll like hear an audio on TikTok or I'll like see a scene from an anime and I'm like I gotta act that out or I gotta like cosplay to that like the content usually comes first and then I get on the internet and spend hours either like looking for the actual like canon cosplay or putting it together myself. Um, and then when that comes, like I'll try it on, uh, see how it looks. It takes even longer if I'm dealing with a wig, like my Mitsuri wig um, took like a whole two days to like flatten the bangs because they had like shipped all mm-hmm. janky or whatever. <laughs> um and then filming content for that took like quite a while because it takes me a long time to just like get ready and then like do it and then edit it. Um, so it can take a long time. Like uh, I had an idea to do like um, a Nami cosplay and I ordered like a blank like teal bikini top that I was just going to use a paint marker to like put her pattern on. And then that didn't work. So then I had to like go to the store and buy paint, like literal paint, and then paint it on. And that took like an extra three days. But I was like, because it had to like dry and I had to do a second coat and I like dry. But I was like so committed. I was like, I have to do this NAMI video. Like it was just like hyper fixate. Like I I have to do this NAMI video. Like I have to do what it takes. Um, That's one of my favorite videos I've ever done. So it was worth it. Mm -hmm. I've always wondered whenever I see like TikToks of cosplays that fit really well with the sound. I'm always just like, how did, how did this like come about? Like, did the cosplay come first? Did the, did the sound come first? I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Um, how have you seen the community around cosplay changed like during the pandemic? Mm, I think the cosplay community has definitely changed since the pandemic for sure. Um, but it's kind of like I've seen two extremes of the cosplay community since it's like so much more accessible now. Um, on the po- let's focus on the positives. I think that the cosplay community has grown and it's become like more accepting. It's become more creative. It's become like it's become such a great community to like be a part of, like with other cosplayers, like. Um, you know, because you still have people like on social media that are doing like the crazy canon, like complicated, expensive, like super like craftsmanship cosplays. And then you have the people that, you know, are either new or they do like the closet cosplays or they just, you know, they get a wig and then like, you know, that's it. Um, but it's like, that doesn't matter. Like we're all like really accepting of each other and we're all like really supportive Um, And we all hype each other up and it's cool too with like TikTok and like the duet feature and stuff too, is that like, you can make a cosplay video and then like 
some other cosplayer sees your video and is inspired and then like duets it as like another character from the anime. Um, I've even seen like crazy like duet chains of like, like the My Hero community is like crazy with it. Like you'll have one cosplayer and then like the whole like class 1A cosplayers are like <laughs> duetting it and making it like a whole thing. It's amazing. Um, so I really love that. But of course with like growth and like um, exposure comes you're exposed to people that are a lot more like negative about it. So like you definitely get a lot more of that too, but with how supportive the community is, like we all have each other's backs. Um, so like, at least we have that. So it's like, it's not as bad. And I'm wondering if you can speak a little bit more too, to just what it sounds like is social media really has like um, changed like the cosplay um just the way people are able to connect with each other, the way people are able to share content, the way people have access to other cosplayers. Like, I'm wondering if you could speak to to some of that too. It's like to Instagram, it's impact, TikTok's impact, and yeah, um, I think that Instagram, TikTok, like even Twitch, um, has just like really boosted the cosplay community like exponentially. Like in the past two years, even like one year, like since the pandemic. Um, Cause even me, like I wasn't like really, really putting my cosplays out there until like the pandemic started, which now is like a year, year and a half ago. Um, and uh, I think that the boost in the community or just the boost in exposure has been so great for people because it also allows people to get like paid opportunities or like sponsorships or like, you know, a lot of these people are like able to quit their full-time jobs and just like make content, just be cosplayers, just like, you know, sell their content, sell pictures, sell, have like Patreons or like do Twitch streaming or like make enough money off of like YouTube videos and TikTok. Like it's crazy. And then like we build these communities like, um, and you see people go to like conventions or have like meetups and they make content together. And like that brings even more opportunities and like more exposure and stuff like that. Like even with me and like my boyfriend, like, yes, we're dating, but when we get together and we do like cosplay content, um, it's like crazy because then like other people will like duet us like as characters from other shows. Like we get, when we do like our Rock Lee and um, Guy Sensei videos, we get a lot of like, uh, Kakashi duets, which are hilarious. We get like a lot of like Neji and like 1010, like cosplayers duetting and it just becomes like a whole, like a whole thing. And then like people feel, people feel a part of it. I think, I think that being a cosplayer, like is like a cool thing now. Like I think it's a cool thing. I think that like people want to be a part of this community and people like being a part of it. Um, and we're getting a lot of really good representation now too, like a lot more like cosplayers of color, a lot more like, you know, like different, just, just so much more diversity, like in gender, age, like ethnicity, um, just so much, like you really can like, you can inspire like anybody, like you can inspire like anybody's creativity and you never know, like what that's going to bring to our community next. I don't know if that answered your question, but. Yeah. I, I, I like that kind of like last note you had about just um, being able to find inspiration and like how that 
is seeming like th that's like the, the spark that starts the the fire kind of thing that spreads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I know also with like social media growing and whatnot and um, cosplayers getting more attention that people are getting platforms and whatnot. So I know you like to use your platform a lot for like mental health um, advocating and whatnot. Um, how does mental health play a role in your life? Yeah, so mental health is something that has become super important to me and something that I knew was going to be very important once I started like building a platform, once I started realizing that like my pages were like getting views and follows, I was like, wow, what a great, what a great time to like be an advocate for this kind of thing. Um, and now's a good time for it too, because it wasn't up until recently that I had like a really good handle on like understanding my mental health. And now I kind of want to like put that out into the world. So I'm constantly talking about it, whether it's like on my live streams or like on my Instagram stories or in my posts, like I'm very transparent about the things that I feel and the things that I go through, especially as a content creator, like I'll share the things that make me happy. I'll share the things that like make me upset. I'll share how I deal with it. Um, sometimes like every once in a while, like I'll open up my uh, direct messages to people that are just looking to vent or looking for advice or just, you know, need a stranger to talk to because I know how hard it is to talk to people that you know about like things that you're going through. Um, and that's been like such a, like a healing thing for me as well to be able to like help others that are going through things that I went through that I didn't have anybody to help me with. So like, it's very relieving that I can take that off of somebody. Um, so having a platform has just like, I don't know, like I think that it's just given me the ability to just give more and like have more ears to to say what I to say what I want to say. And I think that also being kind of like, I don't like using this word, but like, like an influencer or just like, you know, a creator with a platform, like people see me or they think I'm cool or they look up to me or they just love my content. And they're like, oh, like this person seems like so cool and fun, like in their videos, but then they'll post a story saying that they, you know, are going through something like that kind of, I think that it takes a lot of the stigma off of it that like, someone like me who's kind of in the public eye can just be so open and like not worried about being judged. That completely makes sense. When it comes to cosplaying as, as a passion, do you, where do you see cosplaying itself um, taking a role with your mental health? Yeah, to be, to be fully honest, um, to be fully honest, it can go either way sometimes. Like sometimes I'll post a video and it'll get a lot of hate comments or just a lot of people that are very judgmental or very mean or just like, they don't like it. And that's fine. Like I liked it, that's why I posted it. But still like when you get a lot of negativity thrown at you, it's hard not to like internalize that when you're reading it all the time. Um, but then a lot of the times, like I'll post something and it'll get a lot of positive feedback or like someone will tell me it inspired them or it made their day or that it made them laugh or like, you know, 
it made them want to go and do a cosplay or or something or like it made them want to go watch the anime that I cosplay like that's a huge compliment um and then also just like cosplaying in general just myself in my room filming myself being weird in my room like that like that's a lot of fun that makes me feel good it makes me feel confident it makes me feel funny like it makes me feel like I don't know like I'm contributing something to the internet like I've it makes me feel good um so I would say like majority of the time it's very beneficial to my mental health that I can use this as a creative outlet but of course like with the internet you can't really avoid like the haters so yeah what can you do (laughs) I hear that I'm, I'm thinking too about um there's like there's like a couple different discourses right about like doing what you love like there's some people who say like when you do what you love as your job then you never work a single day and then there's also people who are like don't do what you love because then it you're you know robbing yourself of your this thing that was um used to be enjoyable now it's like now it's something that creates stress and anxiety or whatever i'm wondering like where you like fall in that spectrum and how you've been able to i guess like find or like navigate those um those different ideas as you uh continue cosplaying yeah definitely like i feel both of those sentiments like immensely like i get where those both are coming from um for me content creation definitely started out as something that was just purely 100% a hobby, Um, no expectations, nothing. And it was fun. It was very fun. Um, And here's where, here's where I kind of, I do try to like, um, I do try to not push myself too hard especially when it comes to social media, because there's also, there's a lot of other things that I like enjoy or think that I'm good at, but I'm just keep, I just keep those for fun. I'm not, there's sometimes you just don't need to monetize everything that you like to do. Um, And I also have like a full-time job as well that I like my like dream job, like full-time dream job, love doing it. Does it piss me off a lot of the time? Yeah. So like, I get it. Um, So I try not to take social media like super seriously because at the end of the day, like I still have like my dream job, like my, like, you know, contributing to society, like job. Um, And so if like, you know, one day we wake up and social media doesn't exist, I'm okay. Um, But there is a lot of pressure when it comes to social media, especially when you see like other people like grow so fast or you see a lot of people that are getting a lot of like sponsorships and things like that. And with the numbers, like people can get like discouraged and it takes a lot of the fun out of things that should be fun. And to be very honest, it is almost impossible to avoid unless you have like very, very strong, like, like, unless you're like, you're, mentality is like very very strong and you like aren't affected by anything like it's gonna affect you like that's just the honest cold honest truth about it um it's hard to compare yourself to others it's hard to not feel like your content needs to amount to something like monetarily um but what I like to tell people is just like you know 
I like to tell myself, I like to tell a lot of my other like content creation, content creator friends, or just like people that ask me for advice in general, it's just like, you just got to do it. Like you just got to do what makes you happy, what you think is fun. And like, if the views come, if like, if the views come, if money comes from it, then that's great. But when it doesn't, like, don't beat yourself up about it because it's not going to happen a hundred percent of the time. Like you just got to go into it because you love it because that's what you want to do. Like your videos may blow up. They may not. And it has nothing to do with you. Like the algorithm has almost nothing to do with you. Like it's, it's almost random. Like it's pure luck sometimes. So like, don't take it personally, just like keep doing what you love to do. And like, people will find you, your community will find you. Like, even if you don't have a big platform, if someone likes your content, like they'll like you and they'll follow you. Like you're going to build your community, like genuinely, like no matter what, if you just keep doing what you want to do and not do it for money or views. So you talked a lot about advice for other content creators. Do you have advice for people wanting to get into cosplay? Yeah. Um, my basic advice is to just, if you are overwhelmed or don't know what to do, just start small, start small, start cheap, start easy. If you have trouble picking a character to cosplay, either pick a character that is like one of your favorite characters or pick a character that you relate to a lot because it'll be a lot easier to make content for that character if you like really relate to them. Um, like for example, um, you know, when you hear like TikTok, when you hear TikTok audios or like TikTok skits or scenes from stuff that you want to like recreate, it's a lot easier when you like have an understanding of the character or like you relate to them or you kin them um, because it's easier to put yourself in those shoes. So really you're just doing like what you, what you would do or just an exaggeration of what you would do like as a cosplay and it's so much easier or your favorite character because then you'll feel like really cool when you do it. So yeah. um, do you have any maybe like encouraging words for people that maybe are having a hard time putting themselves out there when it comes to cosplaying? Maybe they're afraid of like, the maybe not backlash, but like negativity that is out there. Yeah. So it's, so, it's so understanding to be like wary or afraid of negativity because like it's out there, you see it, like even on other people's videos, like you see the comment sections, but I can promise you that the actual like cosplay community is so great and so worth being a part of like once you once you get in there like you know I never want to quit no matter you know what however much like hate or like negativity I get from people that like nine times out of ten don't even cosplay like I like I love my community so much like I would not trade them for the world like it's so it's so worth it to just get out there and do it. Like you will have people that support you. Like for the amount of like negativity you get, you'll have like 10 times the amount of people like supporting you and hyping you up. So just like, once you get over the hump of just like doing it, like it's worth it. And the, the, the hardest part is just doing it. So like I said, just like start easy, start small, like just do it. Whether it's like, super cheap co closet cosplay or like just get a wig off Amazon and just like do something, do a makeup look, like just get out there. Cause cosplay, like I said, can be anything. It can be simple. It can be complicated. Like don't worry about it. 
because the community, the community's got you. Like, no matter what, I promise you that. Like, so just, you know, just do it. (laughs) I love that. I'm like, I'm like itching to, to try it, to try cosplaying. You should. Is there like a character that you've been wanting to do or you just want to like just do whatever? Uh, nice segue because say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they're definitely want to kind of hear uh, everyone's like um, if any, if everyone here was going to cosplay is cosplaying, like what their next cosplay is going to be. And thanks for asking first. Um, <laughs> I... I've always, and this is me, like, going back to childhood, June, I always wanted to cosplay as a Sailor Scout. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Sailor Jupiter was my fave. Yes. And yes. so one one day, I think I, I would like to do a Sailor Jupiter cosplay. But, yes. Um, yeah. But I think for for right now, like, what feels relevant right now is uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah. And just for fun... I feel like a Manetta cosplay. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I feel like Manetta has like the like the the funniest outfit of all of the all of class one A. So you yeah. know what, June, I think you could pull it off. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm joking. I don't know what you're trying to say, but okay. <laughs> I don't know either. That's so funny. Huh. That is I don't funny. think I've ever I don't think I've ever um, considered any My Hero cosplays. I really like people's Hawks cosplays, though. Those look sick. Oh or oh, Miracles. Wings? Wow. Yes. I've seen some elaborate wings on, on TikTok. Love that. I think for myself, I've, I generally put off doing or thinking of cosplay ideas until like Halloween. So I have an idea in my head. I'm like, I'm going to do it for Halloween, but I don't know, maybe I should try sooner. But I really want to do, oh, I'm going to forget her name. Uh, Misato from Neon Genesis. Oh, yeah. yeah. With a little yeah. bolero. Yeah. The thing is, it's it's so easy because it's like a, not super easy, but it's like the, like the red jacket and like, I've seen a version of where she's wearing jeans, but like the black top and whatnot. And I have like her necklace um, but I, I have a friend that's really into sewing and stuff. So I yeah. sent her a picture of the jacket. I'm like, can you make this for me? <laughs> so all my, uh, cosplay ideas kind of go through her. She made me a phaeton scarf so that I can do like a little cause bound with like a dark jacket and whatnot. But that's awesome. Yeah. I like how you said Halloween because Halloween is such like a good way. Like if you're really nervous about getting into cosplay, you're nervous about people judging you. Like October is just like a good month to like do it. Cause everybody's like in costume. Like even people that like don't cosplay or like aren't into anime or whatever, like are in costume. So it's just like, you're just like a part mm-hmm. of the Halloween thing. And then just like keep doing it after Halloween's over. Like that's a good, yeah. good month to start. Mm-hmm. It's really funny too. Cause I keep thinking like seeing people posting about like anime costume parties that they're going to. And I'm like, Oh, I want to go to one of these. So I have an excuse, but I'm like, wait, I don't need an excuse to cosplay, <laughs> right. but I also want to show it off in, 
TikTok makes me nervous. Yeah. So public would be I cool. I don't but- blame you. I don't blame you at all. If mm-hmm. I had like more friends that like lived near me that were like a like really into anime and then like mm-hmm. he would cosplay like I would be so obnoxious with like all the stuff that I would just like take pictures of and like film and I'd be like guys let's like do this video together like I get I try to get my roommate to do like cosplay like TikToks with me he's too shy but like <laughs> but he's like a huge anime nerd too and I'm like dude I've got like cosplay stuff that you could wear like I got a Luffy hat I got an Akoski cloak like you don't need to buy anything like we could just go in my closet like I'll pick an outfit out for you like let's just make a video together but he's like too shy oh. <laughs> oh, so funny I have I have a lot of friends that are into anime and that probably would consider doing some type of thing like that but it's getting everyone together at the same time which is very difficult so <laughs> Halloween back to that one because people will make time for Halloween events. Halloween parties especially yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm also really excited for conventions to come back because I that is another opportunity that I would consider. I'm hoping next year's um, San Diego Comic-Con isn't canceled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, that was some sad news. <laughs> canceled this year and last year, so... <laughs> no. We'll hope. We'll hope. Yeah, conventions I've been missing too. That's, that's the, um, that's the, like venue that I'm most familiar with when it comes to cosplay like I I um it's only recently that I've been following cosplay more on on social media and mm-hmm. so like but yeah something about seeing just like a bunch of people in person like all cosplaying is just I don't know really yeah. uh and I love when like I love when like a popular anime had just come out or like there's like a really popular character and you go to a convention like dressed as like somebody and then there's like 20 other people that looks just like you, just a different face. And then yeah. I love watching the videos of people that are like, there's like a video of like 20 Nezuko's just like running in a circle. Like, oh, <laughs> hilarious. Like that's so, so cute. Funny. Like I yeah. love that. Or like even just like with superheroes again, like all the different, like all the different Spider-Man costumes, like all of his different costumes from different like verses and like comics, like, and they all like pretend to fight each other. Like, I think that's so hilarious. And it's like, these people don't know each other. They just like see each other at a con and they just like telepathy. They just like click and they just like yes. start doing stuff. Like, I think that's so cute. Like, that's so cool. And I think that you see kind of the same thing like on TikTok now is like kind of that same, like, mm-hmm. I see you, we see each other. <laughs> yeah. Let's do something. I like that. Yeah. I've seen a lot of videos where people have like friends that they specifically only see at conventions and so they have like these heartwarming compilation videos of them like being with their friends that they only see at these events and i think that's so cool Mm -hmm. that concept of like community in that sense i love that and i love that too like um it's expanding more with like social media because now all these people that would have either like never been to a con like before now sorry my cat is scratching something up um so like the people that have the people that have never been to a convention like before like this blow up on like TikTok and Instagram and like YouTube and stuff um like you know they've never even like thought to go to a convention and now that they've made all these friends like on the internet 
they're like next convention that's like near us like we all gotta go and like finally meet up and like it's so it's so heartwarming and like I've even had like um one meetup um a little bit ago with like some of some really good friends that I made on TikTok which is like crazy that I never thought I would meet like people I would consider to be like long-term friends like moving forward like I can definitely see them being in my life for a long time like that are into everything I'm into that like want to do like cosplays with me like we all met up and we all had like different IQ character like cosplays like all like seven of us had a different character from Haikyuu, like cosplays. Like, how cute is that? Yeah. And I just like got dressed up and like did some videos and took some pictures and it was like, ugh, it was so adorable. Yeah, I love that. My, uh, I'm in a Discord right now with some friends that I've met through um, my friend and they, yeah, that's how they all know each other is like they met, they met each other online, um, like through different like fandom communities and stuff. And like they, that's their plan is to meet up at a convention the next time that they they'll have one and they're going to do a group cosplay together. And I feel like that's so cool to like, mm-hmm. like that's how they're going to meet each other for the first time in, in, in person is like in cosplay or through cosplay. And I'm just like, am I invited? I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. That's like, uh, just completely just makes up for all like the negativity and weirdness, like on the internet, just like these real life, real life connections like IRL like hate comments negativity like doesn't matter because like you're making these like lifelong friends and like building these like amazing communities and it's like well because we dress up as anime characters like that's crazy (laughs) it's awesome especially with um the pandemic and what everyone's saying I I joined anime for humanity during the pandemic and so all the volunteers I've met through anime for humanity we got really close and still haven't seen each other but a big part of anime for humanity is conventions because normally they'll have booths at conventions and so we're all talking about our plans about how like when we eventually meet we'll most likely be at a convention whenever those come back so mm-hmm. very excited for those moments and I may be Sailor sure. Jupiter who knows <laughs> that would be so amazing <laughs> And then you just need to get like four other people to dress up as the other Sailor Scouts. And then like, that's it. We're the bells of the ball. I would join you, but you've definitely stolen the character I would have chose. Oh. So <laughs> maybe I'll go as like a femme tuxedo mask. Okay. Oh, wait, that's a great idea. I okay, love we'll gender back cosplays. To that. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. gender cosplays. Oh my gosh. Yes. We're like, those are like my favorite thing, like gender bent cosplays. Like I think most of my cosplays are male characters. Now that I think about it. But I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of your cosplays, do you have any like upcoming plans that you feel okay disclosing at this point? Secret. Yeah, it's a secret. Just, like, <laughs> oh, so many. Oh my gosh. Um, well, so my Nami cosplay was my most recent one that I just did. And I mean, cosplay is expensive. So I got to like kind of space them out or I would go crazy. Um, but like I said, I've been watching a lot of One Piece lately. And like every character I see, I want to cosplay them. And of course, it's like one of those anime where like every arc, all the characters have a completely different like character design. And I'm like, great. Now, like, which one of these do I want to cosplay? Like, I want to cosplay... Um, 
another one of the main characters, like Robin. I want to do Robin, but then I'm like, which one of Robin's outfits do I want? Um, definitely probably one with the cowboy hat for sure. Um, and then Bonclay is still like, Bonclay is still on my list very high of who I want to cosplay, but it would just require so many parts and so many pieces that like, I'm just, it's going to happen when it happens. But when it does happen, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be worth it. Um, And um, so those are like the two main ones that I've been thinking about, but like, sometimes I'll just like randomly like think of one. And if like the cosplay is cheap to put together, like, I'll just do it. Or um, my boyfriend's also like really huge on cosplaying and is like a pretty big content creator as well. So like if he got a new cosplay or he has like an idea for a cosplay and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how can we make this like a couple's cosplay? Like sometimes I'll get like ideas like that. Um, But yeah, so those are like some one piece cosplays are pretty like high up there on like on what I want to do. Um, and I'm also thinking, I'm also thinking of some cosplays that I can get my cat into as well, that I think would be really cute. <laughs> um, so I'm start, I'm trying to think of, uh, what I can do. Cause I was also thinking of, um, this one, like, uh, anime art, like portrait company, um, sent us an artwork of me dressed as Shanks and then my cat dressed as Captain Buggy because his name is Buggy Mm. and it was so cute and I was like dang if we can make this like a real cosplay and I could get somebody to just like maybe make him like a tiny like pirate hat or something like it would be so cute like once I find somebody that can make like tiny pet cosplays it's over like I don't need anybody out there anybody else I could just do cosplays with my cat like forever i feel I'll, like it should definitely exist if yeah, not that's okay. a great I'll, business venture i'll try I'm to find out exist, i just need to find them yeah <laughs> it's out there so i know my friends <laughs> my friends bearded dragon they bought a cowboy hat for him a little a little <laughs> cowboy hat so I'm, I'll, I'll figure it out i'll figure it out and i'll send it to you <laughs> that's so cute <laughs> so thank you for joining us today and i can't wait to see what our next episode has in store you can follow anime for humanity at Anime for Humanity on Instagram and Anime the Number Four Humanity on Twitter for more information. And you can follow me at at pockethealer.therapy on Instagram. And Courtney, where can our followers find you at? Well, everybody can follow me at Pika Swoosh on all platforms. I have Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter sometimes. Um, but yeah, Pika Swoosh everywhere. Awesome. Perfect. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks for having me.